Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. An Erio's original. This is Web Crawlers, where we play your... Nope. Hello, this is Web Crawlers, and this is our mailbag episode, where we play your voicemail and read your reviews if we have any. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. Do we have any um, new reviews? We have one from Germany. Oh. From Sousa. Love it, entertaining, and funny girls. Ooh, thank you. You're German, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was born in Germany. Whoa, really? Yeah. You're like that German. I'm that German. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> you're you're a first generation American. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wow. Do you like it here? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't. It's fine. <laughs> Um, let's see if we have any voicemails. <laughs> we do have voicemails. Oh boy, gotta scroll all the way back. Oh man. Oh nuts. We should have like there a separate text chain for voicemails, but I don't even yeah. know if that's possible. Here we go. Hi, this is Sherry of Dianara Photography. I just started listening to the um I'm sorry. <laughs> I just said something funny. <laughs> I just started listening to the, the Web Crawlers podcast. and Welcome. I can't seem to stop listening to episodes. I'm listening to the episodes like cooking, cleaning, doing dishes, laying down to try to sleep. Uh, just all the changing time. Changing my daughter's yeah. diaper. Uh, anytime I'm able to listen to a podcast and listen to it. Thank you. Oh, I just heard the Chop Shop uh, 
school bus hiking slash kidnap oh, story. Right. Oh, yeah, the and school bus thing. She said to send in any uh, school bus stories we had. So, uh oh. I have a school bus hijacking story, sort of. Hijacking? Wow. I was in sixth grade, and my brother was in first grade. We lived in Petaluma, California, hometown of oh, yeah. podcaster Karen Kilgareth of My Favorite Murder fame. The church we attended had an old beat-up retired school bus that they would drive around town and pick up members of members of the church or the members' kids to take them to church when their parents couldn't or mm-hmm. wouldn't. On the way to the church, we'd sing songs, play games, etc. They'd have different themes. One week, they had this great idea to celebrate the history of the gold rush since we live in California. Mm-hmm. By telling our parents to send us to church in gold, radish, cowboy, western outfits. And then they would have bandanas, or they had bandanas on the bus for the children who didn't have anything country, western, or gold rush to wear. Fun. Well, we get on the bus, and they gave us all bags of gold coins. Translate chocolate coins wrapped in gold foil. Love chocolate coins. We were instructed to wait until we got out of church to eat them, a.k.a. eat them on the bus ride home so that our parents had to deal with the sugar rush, not them. Okay. On the way to the church, we were, quote, pulled over, end quote, by two men on horses dressed as bandits. They boarded our bus with fake guns, demanded that we hand over our candy money or else. Oh, no. We older kids. That's kind of fun. Or would that be us older kids? I never can tell which one's proper. Yeah, I figured out it was just a... There's a part two. Uh-oh, you're going to... There's a, some bandits. All right, this is Sherry of Dianara Photo. I'm going to try and talk faster so I can get the rest of my uh, school bus hijacking... Sorta story finish. Anyways, the older kids figured out it was just a game, and we were jokingly giving the bandits a hard time refusing to give up our candy. My brother, being seven and a bit oblivious to the hoax, jumped up and decided to use his new moves he had learned at the Kenpo Karate class at the Boys and Girls Club. Oh and no! So fellow youth group members by attacking the bandits. Bandits. Oh, no. He was scrappy, scrawny, and kind of a pipsqueak. <laughs> and he was karate chopping big brown men who were toting plastic guns. The bandits, the youth group coordinator, and the bus driver all tried to explain to my flailing little brother that this was a game. It's a prank. It's oh, a prank. Boy, so this cute. tiny little boy was chewing them out for having the audacity to hijack a bus full of God-fearing church kids on the Lord's Day. He was not calmed down, so the bandits decided to change gears and pretend that he had beaten them. They threw the gold candy on the bus floor, got on their horses, and left. My little brother turned around with his hands on his hips and exclaimed with tears in his little blue eyes, They're gone. You're okay. Oh, sweetie. Meanwhile, I slumped in my seat, covering my face, embarrassed. Years later, my not-so-scrappy, not-so-thin, no-longer-little younger brother served in the Marine Corps oh, and I in the what? United States Navy. I hope you enjoyed my story. 
That's fine. To be fair, if I was seven and they like staged a fake like kidnapping heist on a bus, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I would have cried. I was such like a shy little kid. Yeah, like, I, I probably would have cried nervous, too. Like, I would have kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That like, is the kid so was like, cute, I'll though. protect everyone. That's so sweet. What a sweet That's funny. That's funny story. Good times. Hey, web crawlers. Hi, Allie and Melissa. It oh, is hi. Rachel Lovino again. Hi, Rachel. Um, after leaving three months yesterday, I've decided to call back because the mailbag right. made me think of something. Um, you guys were talking about trying to get back to driving your car after the pandemic. Now, I didn't have that experience because I worked in a lab, so I had to go in every day. But when I was studied abroad, um, when I was in college, I studied abroad in Australia. Ooh. And so I didn't, that was probably the longest period of time. I just never drove Good for, day. you know, like six Down months. Down under. And when I was in a car, it was on the wrong side of the road oh, no. from what I was used to. So I oh, would have no. recurring dreams when I was over there that I was back in the States visiting or just back home and couldn't. Like, couldn't figure out how to drive on the on the right side of the road. Oh, I was no. like, struggling with it in my dreams. I don't remember it being an issue when I got home, but apparently it was something I was nervous about. The other dream I, I had recurring when I was in Australia was going to Taco Bell. I would just have dreams that I went to Taco Bell because I missed Mexican food. I mean, there really isn't good Mexican food in Australia. You yeah, think I, I would have yeah. dreamt about good Mexican food, but... Sometimes you just got you just crave Taco Bell. Um, but yeah, that's it. Aunga, oy oy oy, bye. Man, driving on the opposite side of the street is so hard. Have you done it? I'll never do it. Yes, when I lived in London for a few months, oh. I. It's so, it's so hard. Like I would drive, and. A few times I would forget. Yeah. And I would be driving on the right side of the road, even though the steering wheel was on the right side of the car. I would be driving on the wrong. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm on the wrong side of the road. Like, I'd have to swerve over. Like, it was so confusing. Well, isn't that how Sarah Jessica Parker's husband killed people? Excuse me? You didn't know this? What? Yeah. Wait, Sarah Jessica Parker's husband. Matthew Broderick? Yeah, he's kill- he killed people. He killed people? Yeah. Whoa. Um, I, know, I know Caitlyn Jenner killed yeah, so someone. On August 5th, 1987, while driving a rented BMW on the Tempo Road outside Tempo, Northern Ireland, Broderick crossed into the wrong lane and collided head-on with a Volvo. The driver, Anna Gallagher, and her mother, Margaret Doherty, were both killed instantly. What happened? Did he did he go to court or what? I think it was like I think they just deemed it an accident. Like I think right. it was like Dang, that is see. Oh wait, he hold was on. Charged with causing death by dangerous driving and faced up to five years in prison, but was convicted of the lesser charge of careless driving and fined a hundred dollars. I mean that sucks. I mean that seems Yeah. The victim's family called the verdict a tragedy of justice. Yeah. I mean, it is like if you're going to go to another country, like you drive right. Yeah. You got to figure that shit out. Yeah. That's why I'll never drive in another country. Yeah. It's it's I hard. can hardly drive here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Dang. Yeah, little known fact, I feel like. Uh-oh, is this a three-parter? Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. Um, I'm so excited to tell this story. I have been listening to web crawlers since, like, 2020, so, like, the COVID um, episodes. And I never listened to the mailbag for some reason. I think I just wasn't really sure what they were. Um, but I recently started listening to them. And then Nobody I thought, knows. I've got the perfect story. So I also was like waiting to see if like my boyfriend wanted to call in with me because it's something that happened to us. And then I realized that um, every time we tell this story to our friends, I'm like, you tell it, you tell it. And then as soon as he starts, I'm like, oh, you forgot something. Oh, and this part. Um, so I'm going to spare you guys that and oh, just tell it myself. So this is like back in January, we had planned a 10-day trip to Costa Rica. And the first couple of days, it was just him and I. And then towards the middle of the trip, we had some friends come down. And then at the end of the trip, when it was just us, we were like, what should we do? Let's, like, do something fun. It's just going to be us. Um, what should we do? And we decided, let's go deep sea fishing. Neither oh. of us had ever done it. So we were okay. like, this will be perfect. Um, he had grown up going here. Uh, it's No Star, Costa Rica, a really beautiful surf town. And so he had, like, known some people, like, just some locals. So we were, like, asking around, like, do you know anyone that, like, does fishing tours? We can, like, get a, get uh, someone to take us out. So all these people are recommending this one guy. They're like, oh, he's so fun. He's so cool. Like, local guy. He's been Uh-oh. doing it for fun years. Fun is scary. Like, have fun so is much scary fun word for a tour. We were like, okay, perfect. We want to go with someone that's, like, fun. Because, I mean, like, a couple months back, we had done this, like, horseback riding thing. And you get this guy, and they, they're with you the entire time. And she was such a dud. So we were like, <laughs> we don't want to be stuck with someone not fun. So we're really excited. Um, and so the night before the trip, and, like, a couple days before, I was, like, exhausted and sick and um, tired and not feeling good. And so... I was just like, I don't think I can make it. I don't think I can do it. And then the morning we woke up, I was like, okay, I don't think I can go. I don't think I can. And he was like, really? Like, we've already been, we've already booked this. Like, we got to go. And then I realized he was going to go without me. So I was like, okay, I can't, like, have you come back talking about this amazing trip. And I'm just going to feel so jealous. So I suited up and went. I still didn't feel very good, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. It's only for a couple hours. So we had to be at the dock, like the loading dock, at 7 a.m. So we get out there, and I'm, like, pushing through, and we had, like, packed a cooler for, like, lunch and some beers, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to push through no matter what. So we get there, and we were really wanting a tuna. I was, like, really wanting, like, a big tuna. We had even packed some soy sauce in case they would fillet it on the boat. Oh, a tuna. So then we're, like, on our boat, and we're, like, getting out to where we could. Okay, next part. They wanted a tuna. They brought soy sauce so they could just chop up the tuna. Mm, poke. Okay, this is still poke. for web crawlers. This is the part two. I'm going to try to talk a little bit faster because I don't, I don't know how long this story is going to take. There's another part, so maybe. Back, we're on the dock. We're, like, waiting to get to our boat because we have to have, like, a little tiny boat take us for our other boat. So we get out there, and we're like, hey, are you our guy? And they were like, oh, sorry. Like, the captain was like, oh, I'm, I can't remember his name. So-and-so, like, he wasn't able to make it today. Jack so we're like, Sparrow. oh, that's kind of, we're kind of bummed. And we we're like, we want a tuna. And they were like, well, a tuna is a full day trip, which is you have to go 17 miles out from shore. You guys are just doing a half day, so that's seven. So you're not getting tuna. We're like, all right, whatever. So we get on the boat, and he's, like, kind of boring. And we were, like, really excited to have, like, some lively energy on the boat. So it's like, all right. So we start headed out 
seven miles. And my boyfriend just has this, I guess, gift for just sniffing out when someone has drugs. So we noticed that this guy has like a little tiny joint. And so we're like, he was like, I'm going to ask him if we can hit it. I was like, okay. So I don't speak Spanish. My boyfriend does. He's like talking to the captain like, hey, like, can we get a little bit of that? And he like lights up like, great, we're all friends now. So we all start smoking this and we're like feeling it. We're high. Life is good. I'm not, my stomach sickness has just disappeared. I'm having a wonderful time. We crack open our beers. Life is, is so good. We're like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love everything is just perfect. And so as we go out, we're like seeing all these beautiful things. We like see these dolphins. We're like, oh, dolphins, beautiful. Then on the other side of us, we see like this giant sea turtle. And my boyfriend stands up. He's like, Tortuga, Tortuga. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And we keep going. And we're just like about to throw out our lines because they kind of like cast behind the boat. We put our lines out and we're still going. And then he stands up and like starts screaming, Tortuga, another Tortuga. I'm like, damn, another turtle out here. We're far that out. That's tuna, doesn't it? Tortuga's tortuga turtle. And a little oh. closer to it. And I see toes. And then I toes? see a leg. Toe? And then I see just a full-blown body. <gasps> and we were like, oh, my God. A body? That's, that's a dead body. And we kind of just grab each other and slowly sit down. The part that I like that he tells is that I had my sunglasses on my head and I just put them down on my eyes and just sit down. And we're like, Like oh my God, are you okay? And he's like, I guess, are you? I'm like, I don't know. So then we like turn around and we talk, start talking to the captain and he's like kind of freaking out and like, what the fuck? Uh, What do we do? And it was just like so eerie. So we're like, well, call the Coast Guard, I guess. So then he calls the Coast Guard, they start talking, and then we end up having, like, unfortunately, get a little closer to it, and we see it has no... It has a what? <laughs> There's another This part. is insane. It has a what? Okay, me again. Um, just wrapping up this story, but it was just so insane. So we're like, this is so weird. We had to circle around the body for an hour and a half before the Coast Guard could get there. And I don't know how I wasn't paranoid because I don't even really smoke weed. But it's like anytime I do, I'm just in like, who's around me? Who's here? I'm just so panicked. So the fact that I was like, still was very alarming. But he told me later in his head, he was like, are we even on this right? But I mean, we already had like a mix up with like our captain. Like it wasn't supposed to be him. We're on this, but like, is this about to turn into something weird? Um, Luckily that wasn't in my head at the time, but now it's like, "Hmm, that was odd. And so then we have to wait for the Coast Guard and it took them, yeah, like an hour and a half to get out there. And so they finally come and then we're like, all right, we got to go. Like, this is so like, this is like wasting our day. And then we're like moving through and my boyfriend was like, wow, wouldn't it be, like, so awkward if we caught a fish right now? And as soon as he said that, the captain was like, all right, come back. Come reel it in, reel it fish in. on the line. No, do not eat it. And so we, like, run to the back. And it took, like, 30 minutes to reel in this, like, mahi-mahi. But it's just, like, the energy of the whole boat was just, like, shifted once again to, like, yay, we caught a fish. Like, it was just so awkward and then he like filleted on the boat and uh, we like got to taste it and then we took oh, it home girl. and we had mahi mahi tacos for dinner no. and we just 
kind of couldn't stop thinking about the whole day. No, and what's yeah. funny is, like, leading up to it, we kept being like, this is going to be a day to remember. Like, <laughs> we've got to go. Like, we've both never done this. A day to remember. And the whole night we were like, well, it was a day to remember, huh? I couldn't get over that. Fuck. But I just want to share that story because it's probably one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, but that's all. all also, I am a Coke girl. Coke. All the nice, way. Nice. Nice. Bye, Carl. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my God. That's I I I can't believe you ate a fish from the same waters, correct? Is that like correct? it's I guess was the body like floating, I guess? <laughs> well, because bodies float. That's why they tie like Yeah, like rocks and stuff. To rocks them. to them. Oh good Cement. lord. Oh Girl. my god, a body. That's some yellow jacket shit. Oh. I hope your mahi mahi was delicious. Yeah, I'm like that almost made me gag. Wow. Okay. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, next message. Yeah, on to the next, Hi, I guess. next message is for web crawlers. This is Lauren from Houston. Uh, I called a couple weeks ago just to tell you all that I finished listening to all your episodes over a very long period of time. So I think that I probably listened to like the most amount of hours of anyone I'd like to say, but I don't know. Congrats. Um, I'm calling to tell you about my little story about when I was dog sitting the other day. Uh-oh. Um, I had a little bit of a scary incident. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, so I was dog-sitting at this lady's house, and it was, like, for five nights. It was mostly fine, and there was, like, two dogs. They felt pretty safe in the house. There was an alarm. It was fine. And on, like, the third night in the house, there's two doors in the backyard, and I usually let the little dog go hang out in the backyard for a while because he didn't really like me. And, um, but then there was another door that he could get into the kitchen, and sometimes I would let him in through that door. And so I was standing in the kitchen, and I heard scratching at the door. And so I go, assuming the little dog wants to come in the kitchen door. Mm-hmm. And so I go to open it, and there's two locks on this door one like with a key in it, and one that's like a literal lock. So I unlock the first lock, 
and I'm turning like the key lock. And as I do that, I like barely touch my hand to the handle and it starts to just turn like as if someone is on the other side turning it. Like it's that feeling. And it scared me so bad that I just slammed the door and I just locked those locks because it like that's exactly what it felt like. And I just was terrified. So I closed it and locked both locks and then like went to the other back door where I could see where there's windows and the little dog is there and everything's fine. But I swear that's what it felt like. And I literally like I turned the alarm. I put on all the locks. And then I I found myself, like, two weapons to go to bed with because I was so scared. <laughs> and I found myself a big knife and a cane with a very pretty handle to take to bed with me while I, like, called my friend to confess about this, like, scary incident because I'm in this, like, random house alone. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DM these to y'all on Instagram because I think they're funny and... Now it's been a week or two, and I'm not as scared. But, yes, yeah, took my little weapons to bed every night. But I, like, looked in the backyard. I never, like, opened that door ever again because I was so scared that something might be there. Because I swear to God, I know what that feels like when there's someone on the other side of the handle, like, Yeah, that's it. scary. Yeah. Um, so then, like, two days go by, and there's a... There's a part two. That's scary. Okay, hi. It's Lauren... I'm Houston again. I'm calling to finish my message. I'm so sorry I talked for so long and I don't feel like I really was like communicating like the fear that I felt that moment. <laughs> or maybe I just whatever. I get okay, it. I'm gonna keep going. So two like a day or two go by, I never reopened this like door that goes to this tiny little like patio outside the kitchen where this dog can get in. I never opened it again because it scared me so bad and I like took like a different knife to be with me to bed every night just like to feel protected and I would barricade myself in the room like there was this huge heavy chest that I would put in front of the door and I'd lock the door I locked and and then the last night the um the there was like a contractor lady who was working on this house because they were replacing the door so she was there during the day and she was checking on the dogs and I came home and she was like she told me to open the door to the kitchen because she could hear the dog too. And this is a different day. And I was, and I couldn't open it. So I'm trying to like open this door now and I have like a witness with me. I'm trying to open this door, like just like I did the other night and I cannot open it. I've unlocked those locks and I'm like, you open it and I cannot do it. And I'm like, can you try? And she tries and it takes her a while, but she finally yanks it open. The little dog is there. This is like two days after that happened. So it's not an easy door to open. So the way that it like just the handle just turned on its own is not normal. And it felt like someone else was there. And then after she left, after it was so hard to open, I tried to recreate this like feeling of the door so many times because I wanted to give myself the peace of mind and I can't do it. I've tried multiple times like to like do exactly what I did the other night. And I'm like, why would I react like that if that's not what happened? And I try to recreate it and it's, hard to open every single time it never happens like it did that first time so i'm kind of convinced someone was out there and like open the door and try to see if they could get in but like i closed it fast enough and like maybe i just was i don't know i got away with it i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah that's what happened i i don't think i told that a lot i don't know but 
I called my friend that first night who also is a drug crawler. Her name is Christina, and she's very unhelpful and told me a lot of scary things about how burglars at night are there for you, not your stuff. So. That's cool. So, yeah. So, hi, Christina. And hi, Mikey. So, Mikey is her boyfriend, and he was the Zaw burglar guy. So, Zaw burglar. Right. Bye-bye. That's scary. Yeah, I don't like the sounds of that. Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. I'm calling because I've been re-listening to old episodes, and I've been putting off the episode about um, Isai Sagawa, because I know it's Oh, 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 this is where we have to. I basically listened to everything, so that was like the last episode that I haven't heard. Isai Sagawa, the cannibal. We have an official I'm dying story. because Maria is talking about wanting to on a leather strip. It's like non a piece of leather while she watches TV. And then she was saying that like a nose would probably be really good deep fried, even though it's all cartilage. It would be really good all crispy and deep fried. And then she just said like, oh, I could easily pan fry a person for human flesh. Easily. <laughs> and I, Maria's completely insane, and I respect it. I love you guys. Bye. Okay, and there's, there's a, I think there's a part two to this. Hi, just messages for the web crawlers. I just called about um, the cannibal episode, and I just wanted to um, put it out there that I in no way endorse cannibalism. <laughs> I respect Maria for her extreme views, but I do not share those views. I am personally disgusted by cannibalism. I just wanted the public to know that. And you guys to know that I'm not insane. Like Maria. Okay, love you. Bye. So Maria sent this voicemail and she said, I'm putting out a statement for this. I have no idea what I was talking about, but I would truly never want to pan fry human flesh. And that's insane and disgusting. And I probably had too much caffeine that day and gross. So like, please disregard that I ever said that because it's truly insane. But then she said, she said, hold on, I'm going to write a new statement. And then she said, I was obviously joking. I think it's absolutely disgusting to try eating human flesh. That's an insane thing for me to say. I take it back. Gross. <laughs> yes, Maria, we know you wouldn't eat human flesh. <laughs> yeah, that's her official. That's why oh, she, do she doesn't do the podcast anymore because she, she has too much regret over the jokes that she makes. <laughs> Spiraling. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Two messages left. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Jordan from Rochester. Uh, I have a pretty interesting story. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys have ever heard of the Bjork, the, sorry, Bjork stalker incident. Um, so hopefully you're familiar with the Icelandic musician Bjork. Uh, she's absolutely the coolest. Not that I'm an obsessive fan since high school or anything, but not as obsessive as this guy. So he, back in like 1996 or so, um, this guy, Ricardo Lopez, was obsessed with the musician Bjork, and um, he kind of was like a loner, and he hung out in his room, and he had a VHS camcorder, and he recorded this like video essay of himself, like, and how he got into her music and all this stuff, and um, I guess also he was kind of racist, because when he found out that um, she was dating uh, the musician Goldie, 
Uh, he was like freaked out, I guess, because he's black and he didn't like that. And also she was betraying him because they were meant to be together and oh, all this, yada, yada. So what he did was um, he uh, built a package bomb with like hydrochloric acid or something um, that was meant to like, you know, explode in someone's face and disfigure them. And he had Bjork's address. I don't know how you get that in 1996, but yeah. um, so he recorded himself building this package bomb so and then he killed himself on camera Ooh. with a gun. The footage is out there on the internet. If you want to look it up, it's fucked up. No, um, thank you. So I guess when they discovered that he was dead, they watched all the VHS tapes and they saw that he had mailed this bomb and they intercepted it in the mail. Um, Whoa. And then... It never got to her, obviously. But the thing about it to me is, like, he did this before ever hearing her 1997 album, which is the greatest album of all time. Um, but something yes. weird about that is that after she found out about this incident, she was really freaked out, so she moved to the countryside of Spain where she wrote that album. So if it wasn't for this incident, that album wouldn't exist anyway. Oh. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty fucked up thing. Um... So we almost lived in a world where Bjork was some sort of like fan of the opera, like disfigured mask face person. But thank God that didn't happen. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Was that the All is Full of Love album? Interesting. I'm not really a Bjork head, but that's awesome. Wow. What are you? I mean, crazy. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. Everything happens for a reason. That's what they say. All is full of love. Yeah. I love Bjork in high school. Big you Bjork would. head over here. You would. Okay, last message. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is a message for the big ones. Uh, my name's Dakota. I'm a big okay. fan. Uh, first time, long time. Um, yeah, as far as uh, UAPs go. Oh, wait. Uh, oh. This is for us. Oh, I think we played last that. Last time Maria sent us a message, they said the big ones. Yeah, that we've played that one. Yeah, we played that one, right? We played this, we played this, we played this. Okay, well, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Um, you know what? Our, this is a question that is can be taken off the podcast, but are, are like grocery markets open on Easter? Like, are, are, do things close on Easter? Like, what's the deal? I would think that they're open. Yeah, I guess I don't really like know. Like, Easter is a big one, right? Like Jesus is risen mm. again. That question. I don't know. Is it a big one? People, I have no idea. That's a question uh, for the big ones. That's a question for the big ones. <laughs> Are markets open on Easter and should they be? Uh, <laughs> what would Jesus do? Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for calling in. Uh, we appreciate it. Please continue to call with whatever, honestly, whatever you want to talk to us about. We whatever. Love it What's your favorite Bjork album? Is it homogenic? That's yeah. the name of the album. Is it? What's your favorite market? What's your favorite we market? Where do you know. shop? Also, do you say market or grocery store? I say That's grocery store. I, most people do. I realize that I think market is a Los Angeles thing. Um, oh. Yeah, because I, I, no one says market. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it for today. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetson. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.